Graduation time is upon us, and Jesse Browns is ready to help you get the right gift for that right person. From engraved Yeti mugs to a brand new fly fishing bundle to that Kavu bag, Jesse Browns will help you group it, gather it, and wrap it. So check us out at Jesse Browns Outdoors in the heart of Charlotte's shopping district, the South Park area, or head over to our brand new website that includes the Carolina Outdoors podcast at jessebrowns.com. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Carolina summer days are when many of us are out of school, off work for vocation, and enjoying times outdoors. The days are longer, the sun is up, it makes it the perfect time for heading out for a hike, a remote picnic, or an enjoyable swim outdoors. Welcome everyone to the Carolina Outdoors. I'm your host, Bill Barty. Wes Lawson is on assignment, which in the world of the Carolina Outdoors means he's on an adventure somewhere out there we'll find out more about that later on but for now we're going to lace up our boots and find a place to enjoy a hike but we also want to be safe so we're going to talk a little bit about managing the heat while still being active outdoors what to do on your hike and your adventure first off the main thing that you should do is plan your trip ahead of time so that you can be out there and enjoy it. Know where you're going and what you are going to be doing. Think about the time of day that you're going to be out there and the surroundings. So as we delve into some of those things, let's talk a little bit about uh, planning tips for uh, hot weather hiking. First off, thinking about where you're going to be when it is hot. Of course, here in the Carolinas, we have the breeze of the coast. If you're hiking down there on a coastal hike, we do have those. Or in the shaded trees of the western mountains where it is a little bit cooler, you have a little bit more altitude. So planning where you're going to be for a hike. Also, when to go for a hike. And if it's really hot, like it has been earlier this week, and of course here in the Carolinas we know more of that heat will be um, ongoing as we continue through June and through August and into September, we still have plenty of hot days ahead. Avoid the hottest time of day for a hike. So when is the hottest time of day? Usually it's between the hours of 2 p.m. to 4 p.m., On those scorching hot days, you may want to pick the hikes before that time or possibly heading out sometime after 4 p.m. Many who are outdoors maybe not be able to avoid um, hiking. So try to plan your trip so that you're in the shade if you're still going to be hiking or near a body of water. We have plenty of that in our Carolina mountains and at the coast. If you are uh, around a body of water, one of the tricks of the trade that you can oftentimes do is use a bandana or maybe a buff that will, uh, is able to be dipped into the water to keep yourself cool. We mentioned staying in the shade. Um, Clothing is very important. And as we are at Jesse Brown's, we are oftentimes talking about sun protection, but also wicking ability of different articles of clothing when you're out for a hike. So choosing the colors is important. Choose light colors. Wear light colors that reflect and help reflect the sun's rays rather than absorb them like dark colors can. Those lighter colors can also help keep you cool. 
Look for shirts, shorts, and pants in white, tan, or khaki. Many of you may say, well, hey, won't those get dirty? Won't those stain? At Jesse Brown's, the articles of clothing that we have do have a treatment on them to help withstand many of of stains that can happen. It does not mean that they are stain-proof, but it does help prevent uh, permanent stains. Also, make sure that clothing is loose and breathable. Loose clothing breathes better and helps regulate your body temperature. Um, And, of course, many of the synthetics these days are that. Why synthetic? Because they're better at breathing now than they ever have been in the history of fabric technology. The other reason is they dry fast. Cotton will hold more moisture. These nylons and polyesters will dry fast, and they will also make you feel cooler. Now, one thing on the list that I'm going to read up is cover yourself up. And it sounds counterintuitive to be wearing long sleeve shirts or even longer pants on a hike, but it does provide necessary protection from the UVA rays that are out there from the sun and the UVB rays that are out there. Uh, Lightweight long sleeve shirts, sun sleeves, neck gaiters, all of that, they do provide protection and help you be comfortable when you're out there, including wearing a hat and the right socks. Never wear cotton socks, nothing against the cotton industry, but we want you to wear wools and synthetics. That's mainly because they can help wick that moisture away from your feet. No matter what the temperature is, your feet are always perspiring, and it will will also help those socks stay on your feet, wicking that moisture and preventing blisters or hot spots on your feet. And then they're the things that we already know about because we talk about them here on the Carolina Outdoors. Don't forget to take a hydration pack or water bottles, but they've done studies and hydration packs, um, which are also reservoirs or bladders, bite valves, make you and help you drink more fluid, more water, and help you stay safe and comfortable in the heat when you're out there hiking. We always have more information on this because we want to be active outdoors, whether it's hot or cold, but we want to be smart about that. And going back to what I mentioned before is where to hike. We're going to bring on Cat Harrell and learn a little bit about some of her favorite places. Cat Harrell is the creative director at Jesse Brown's. Learn about this special place. That special place is Elk Knob State Park, which sits on the Tennessee border in northwestern North Carolina, just north of Boone over in Watauga County. Elk Knob is one of the newest state parks in North Carolina, but it also is unusual in that it is named Elk Knob, and that is after the elk that used to roam that area. It also protects many of the old mountains in that in that area, as well as the New River, which is one of the world's oldest rivers. We're going to find out about some of the hikes that are up there and why we're talking about them. One of the reasons is to stay cool on a hike during the summer. So we're going to seek out some tree canopies, but still enjoy some exercise in our North Carolina mountains. To do so, we're going to bring on the creative director from Jesse Brown's Outdoors. She's the person who helps make the podcast happen, highlights of the Carolina Outdoors. Her name, 
Cat Harrell. Cat, welcome to the Carolina Outdoors. And Cat, tell us why and where in Elk Knob is your favorite hike. Hey, everyone. Um, yes, my favorite hike, there are a few of them um, in the Elk Knob State Park, but I would definitely say my favorite is that Summit Trail. It is about um, a four-mile all the way around, so about 1.9 up and 1.9 down, and it covers a bunch of switchbacks. And I wouldn't say it's too strenuous. Definitely a good workout, but nothing too crazy as well. So we have uh, up and backs, and we have uh, loops. Is that particular trail an up and then back, or is it a loop trail? It is an up and back. So with that being said... um, and I think it's got a thousand um, feet of elevation gain. It's listed as a moderate trail, I believe, but part of that is because it's got that uphill portion to it. Um, how do you manage that? Do they have uh, switchbacks, or or what is along the trail side, and how do we maneuver that trail as we are on the Elk Knob Summit Trail? So as you go up in elevation, as you said, you go up like 1,000 feet to get to a total of 5,520 feet in elevation, and it is done so through a bunch of different switchbacks just going up and back and forth the mountain. Um, The trail is very well main-kept, so that's not not a big issue in terms of hiking that, but in terms of staying um, hydrated and getting through that hike, because it is uphill and it does cause you to get those calories burning, um, I would definitely say keep yourself um, hydrated with a day pack and maybe a camelback leader there, and as well as um, making sure you stretch because it is uphill. <laughs> well, and and that's what we want to do. We want to be out there, still enjoy our Carolina outdoors, but we also want to be safe. That's one reason we're talking to you about this. But we do want a little bit of a payoff. So once we have hiked up this trail with the switchbacks, with the elevation gain, with that 1.9 miles up under our belt, what is the payoff? What do we get? Do we get waterfalls, babbling brooks, or do we get beautiful views across the countryside? You get spectacular views of the north and the south. So there's two options once you get up to the top, and you can go to both. You can go a few feet to the um, up north or a few feet down south, and it's great views either way. On the south side, you can see all the um, ski resorts there. You can see Mount Mitchell. And on the north side, you can see, like, Treetop and the Bluff Mountains as well as um, Mount Jefferson. All right, so before you came on, we were talking a little bit about the proper gear, especially during the summertime. We're going to ask you about uh, the proper footwear. Do we need to have big, heavy hiking boots, or can we just have uh, comfortable but protective uh, footwear? Um, I would recommend, I mean, I think you could go either way. If you have a good... um, well-constructed tread on any type of trail runner or low ankle hiking boot, you'll be just fine. Okay, and we we mentioned uh, wool socks only. We uh, don't oh, want certainly. to take our uh, our cotton socks out there. Yeah, uh, no cotton. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just joining us, Cat Harrell is on the line. We're learning a little bit about the Elk Knob Summit Trail. It's in Elk Knob State Park. Where is this? This is really right outside of Boone. North Carolina. It's one of 
uh, the newest state parks in the North Carolina system right there. And, Cat, because it is in Boone, and Boone has been thriving, a lot of our mountain towns have gained people. Tourism is up not only during the ski resorts in the wintertime, but also for people who are seeking hiking, fly fishing, different outdoor whitewater rafting, different outdoor pursuits, mountain biking. Tell us about the crowds when we're up there. You spend a lot of time in that Boone area. Will there be a lot of people in that state park or on that trail with us, or can we get away? Um, I can definitely say that on the weekends you can expect there to be people there. But not too much. Every time I've been up there, no matter what the season is, it's it's always been a nice little getaway. But I would um, say if you're looking for some real solitude, to head up there during one of the weekdays. 1.9 up, 1.9 down. Not too strenuous, but it does list as a blue diamond blaze, moderately strenuous. Don't be too afraid. Take your time. It's listed as... Two to six hours, Cat. If you're and you're a go-getter, how long does it take you to hike that up and then back? I do it in about like two, two and a half hours. Gotcha, gotcha. If if you want to do a picnic and take your time, you can stretch it out to four. And if you want to even spend more time on the mountain, I guess you can make it even longer. Oh but yeah. Also, and it's definitely worth checking out the other trails on the mountain as well because they have the backcountry, the beach tree, as well as the Maple Run Trail, which used to be um, a cross-country street, um, ski trail. Ah, we learned something new here on the Carolina Outdoors. I'm Bill Barty. That's Cat Harrell, Creative Director at Jesse Brown's, sharing one of her favorite trails in the Boone area. I need to give the weather at the Elk Knob Trail this weekend as we're broadcasting here in mid-June. If you're waking up early with us via the airwaves of WBT Radio early on a Saturday morning, this is real time. The weather is a little bit different than we'll have here in Charlotte. Here it is, the high Saturday, 70 degrees with a low of 46. Sunday, it's going to be mid-70s with a low in the lower 50s. And Monday, if you can stay out there through the weekend, is going to be a high of 78 with a low of 59. Cat, I would say that is one more way to keep cool in a heat wave and still enjoy a hike because that's about 20 degrees less than what we're going to be experiencing here in Charlotte. Oh, yeah. Cat Harrell, Creative Director at Jesse Browns, thank you for spending a little bit of time with us here on the Carolina Outdoors. Of course. Thank you for having me. Y'all have a good one. A road report from Yellowstone National Park. Record floodwaters from recent storms have washed away bridges and caused mudslides, forcing the closure of all entrances to the park earlier this week. The rain, mixed with the melting snowpack, has destroyed numerous homes and other structures while also isolating tourists in communities surrounding the park in both Montana and Wyoming. There have been no reports of deaths or injuries, and Yellowstone National Park officials are now assessing the damage from these storms. The most heavily damaged areas are in the northern part of the park and within Yellowstone's gateway communities in southern Montana. Yellowstone National Park Superintendent Cam Jolie released this statement, quote, Due to record flooding events in the park and more precipitation in the forecast, we have made the decision to close Yellowstone to all inbound visitation. 
Our first priority has been to evacuate the northern section of the park where we have multiple road and bridge failures, mudslides, and other issues. In addition to concerns with water and wastewater systems, we will also begin to move visitors in the southern loop out of the park as well. We will not know timing of the park's reopening until floodwaters subside and we're able to assess the damage. It is likely that the northern loop will be closed for a substantial amount of time." End quote. As of this taping on June 15th, the U.S. National Park Service continues to say that all entrances to Yellowstone National Park remain temporarily closed. This occurs as the busy summer travel season within the park is just beginning. This has been a road report from Yellowstone National Park, brought to you by Jesse Brown's Outdoors.